Welcome to TRM. That was our new little jingle. That was beautiful. <laughs> I just I wrote it in the shower this morning. Um, I love it. It's absolutely stunning. This is the earliest we've ever recorded, so please excuse the grogginess. Uh, the big morning voice that we are both experiencing right now. I literally got up an hour ago. I was supposed to be here an hour ago, but I woke yeah. up an hour ago because I'm not good with mornings. I was on time. You live here. I set an alarm. I did too. I said like 10, but I slept through all of them. I was tired. Oh no, you were? Well, it's probably because we haven't been really eating. Well, kind well. Well, we've been let's eating. Let's explain. Let's okay, explain. so we've been, we attempted to do a soup cleanse because that's something that for me, I always do because it's like a pretty, from what I know, it's a healthy way to lose weight because you still are, you're still getting yeah. protein, you're still getting vegetables and all that kind of stuff. But because it's soup, you eat less It's a quantity. detox. Yeah, it's a kind of a detox. And so Spencer was like, oh, I'll do it with you. You forced me to do it with I you? I didn't Let's be force clear. you. You volunteered yourself. And he failed. He <gasps> fell off the wagon. Okay. Un- and he texted me and he I told me that he failed. And, and so then I was like, well, fine. Then I'm not doing it either. <laughs> so then I went off the wagon. And then he was like, no, I'm going to try again. And so last night, and then, I, I, I did good last night, actually, until the end of the night. And then I was like, well, I really need some hot cocoa. And the thing is, is that you can only eat soup. And if you're hungry, like for a snack, what, you drink water or you drink tea? Mm-hmm. Well, I decided I needed some hot cocoa with a spoonful of peanut butter and a little tiny bit of Snickers coffee creamer. Which sounds incredibly oh, delicious. It was so good. Oh, It sounds okay. so good. And when you melt it, because I make mine with milk because... Of course. You can't have hot cocoa with water. It doesn't work. Um, <laughs> like... You put the peanut butter in and then you melt it and it gets all like, oh, it was like, that sounds so good. I basically like undid all the work I did basically. the two days before. I'm going to try it through the end of the week. I mean, this weekend is 4th of July. So like, I'm not even going to try because yeah. it's not going to happen, but we made a little progress. Yeah, a little bit. Like a halfway detox. It was, <laughs> we, it was, we're gonna we're gonna try it again. And when we open our YouTube series, we will make we'll a YouTube video it. about it. Yeah, we'll vlog it. It'll be pretty funny i would imagine given yeah. that you struggled i told him i was like he was like so am i allowed to have crackers with it and i was like if there's no noodles in the soup then yeah you oh, can have crackers and it has to be like a serving size i eat like a whole sleeve of crackers every time <laughs> i eat soup no you, not with this detox i i had some tortilla soup though and i ate only one tortilla with it and there's nothing wow. else in it but chicken and broth so I'm that was pretty good i'm proud of you and then i did you eat any vegetable soups because that's like the main part of my diet no. is vegetable soup Vegetable? Well, because you're vegetarian. Yeah, so but getting... vegetable soup can be but eaten there's by no non-vegetarians. Protein. Like, there's like no... You, the, if there's, um, if they put beans in it, that's a protein. You can also add chicken to it if you wanted to. You could add chicken. Like, what I'll do is I'll, um... Oh, I had some skinny pop last night, too. Oh, my God. See, you did. So... I did good yesterday, I also. did. I really did. I had... Okay, but skinny pop is, like, healthy. If it's... If I really want carbs, it's, like, that's what I eat because it's probably the best carb snack you could eat because it's like literally nothing is that does that make it the best though what about you should eat like well it's um, better than the canister of cheese balls right next to I it i mean yeah that's, that's fair uh i i know for me if i want like have you ever had those um gosh what are they called like that it's like the edamame chips 
They're really good, That's actually. not for me. They're so good. You know what? I will never believe anyone when they say, oh, I love to get up and make myself a green smoothie, and, and I love to eat kale chips instead of potato chips. Kale I'm like, chips you are, are lying. I don't like You're lying. Kale. You're I think lying. kale's gross. I'm sorry. Um, potato is a vegetable, so when I'm eating a potato chip, I am technically getting my vegetables. Oh, my God. Well, you're... <laughs> we tried. We tried. We're going to try again, and we'll stick to it this time. We will. We'll do better. Be better. Um, but you're listening to The Rumor Mill, if you haven't guessed already. Um, I'm Spencer. And I'm Lexi. Let's and, get into it. And we are the dynamic of all duo. The duo of all... Okay, we're the dynamic duo of all duos. There we go. It's early. I couldn't... <laughs> I, it, it, it made sense in my head, but it, it didn't... We're the duo of all dynamic. We're the... That's what you're... It's the dynamic. The dynamic of all duo. We're, dyna- we're a dynamic duo. Okay, let's just start that. off with that. Um, so TRM song of the week, uh, which is my pick this week. Yes, I was about to panic because I didn't have one. You didn't have one. <laughs> um, what was I gonna make it? Oh, I remember. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Don't Are you laugh sure? at me. It's oh no! Because you know we're in July. Christmas in July makes sense. So for some reason, I reverted to listening to. Some Christmas music. Oh my god. Um, only you. Only me. Um, oh my and goodness. no, it is not Mariah Carey. That I was, was your about first to say, thought. I was like, is it going to be All I Want for Christmas is You? No, it is the iconic Where Are You Christmas from The Grinch by Faith Hill. You know what? I'll accept that. <laughs> it's a vocal bop. <laughs> it is. It's a good song. I'll, I'll, I'll concede that. It, oh, it is just such a good song. I'm I'm I, I like I don't even notice that it's Christmas. I just like it, just it's like what it. it is. It is. I'm gonna give an unpopular opinion. Oh no! I don't really walk out. Go. You're not gonna like Christmas music. You I don't really listen to Christmas music. I think even at Christmas. No, I mean I think it's fine. But the thing is, is for me, it's I'm always like, okay, put it. But let me let me explain. No. <laughs> let me explain. So I've been in choir my entire life. And every year, there's always like a big celebration. We have to learn a bunch of Christmas songs and perform them. And in high school, because I was part of all of the our like most elite choirs, I was doing that constantly and doing multiple but venues. See, those and stuff. are cheesy Christmas songs. Yeah. Well, yes, but it's the stuff that's always on the radio. No. And so for me, it's like Christmas music is like work to me because oh, okay. of that. So it's like it's not. It's like it's fun. It's cute. I can like bop to it. But it it remind it doesn't it's not that like magical time of no. of snow and 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 okay. snowmen. It's like oh I'm preparing for something. It's work. Okay. Or because I've worked in a movie theater for a long time and Christmas is the busiest time of the year. When we switch to Christmas music, I know all hell is about to break loose in that theater. Um, Mariah Carey's two Christmas albums. That is the only Christmas music I listen to at Christmas. So if you don't listen to that, you're not really a true American. That's, that's that's how it works. That's a strong statement. That is how it works. Okay. Everyone listens to Mariah Carey at Christmas. I mean, I listen to her all year long, but Christmas is like a special time. Christmas is Mariah's time. It is. It's just Mariah's season. Except for this new song. Um, but that is the song of the week. Uh, so obviously now it's time for Hot Topics, which, first of all, we've been away for a week because of the Brandy Glanville interview. Yes. Um that was released last week which honestly I loved Brandy but I love her even more after talking to her. Um and I'd like to take a moment to recognize that we made it into major news for the first time we ever. We did, which is really really cool. Major publication. We made yeah. it like literally like I think 8 or 10 tabloids picked up the interview, which is super cool. 
which is amazing. I'm very grateful. Um, it was just so weird. Like, I had a person from the Inquirer, or sorry, the Inquisitor, one of the writers. They mentioned your name in the article. Reached out to me and said, oh, really? hey, we listened to your interview. It was a great interview. I wrote it up. Here's the link. I was like, well, thank That's you. That's so cool. I didn't know they contacted you specifically. They contacted me. Yes. That's and, amazing. And I would like to say in the interview, there is a moment where Brandy shades Dorit and tells her to go find a new accent. And... One of the tabloids picked up that I had asked Brandy a pointed question about Dorit, and she answered. So, um, Dorit, don't come after me. Um, <laughs> did I shade you? Yes, I did. Um, did Brandy play along? Yes, she did. And that is what I will say. So, Oh, my God. I wasn't in this interview, but Spencer was and our other co-host, Abby, was. It was a really, really good interview. A lot of tea was spilled. So if you're interested in that, it we is have available. it on our YouTube, but we also have it on our and every we have, podcast stream we say that we're on right now. We have so. some exciting interviews coming up. We do. Very you. exciting. Not going to say who they nope, are, nope, it's but a it'll be my first interviews that I'm doing, which I'm very excited about because I have not done an interview yet because I've always been either working or whatever. Let's just put it this way. The fruit of the franchise is orange, and that's what I will say. And we are moving on to Hot Topics. <laughs> Um, so usually this would probably be a reality check story because it has to do with Real Housewives of New Jersey, but it's, I feel like this is bigger than a reality check moment. This is like actual scary breaking news. For sure. Um, uh, RHONJ alumni and OG Dina Manzo, um, her ex-husband, Tommy Manzo was arrested earlier this week by the feds. Because they uncovered a plot that was from, like, back in 2015 um, that he struck a deal with a known mobster named John Perna um, to beat up Dina's current husband in exchange for a lavish wedding and reception at their family-owned business called the Brownstone. Now, I know that you aren't, like, a Jersey watcher. I need to get into it, but currently no. But you, first off, that's just insane in and of itself. Like oh, that's that's just insanity. That's I mean, like some Tiger King level crap. Oh, hundred percent. Like you think like oh the Italian mafia and the mob and that's in like the Sopranos and it's kind of it's kind of real. Like beneath this organized crime, it's yeah. There's some truth to it for sure. Um, and I don't I don't know if you know Caroline Manzo, red hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's her sister Dina. Oh, okay. Um, so do you remember on the show that Caroline and her husband ran a place in Patterson, New Jersey called the Brownstone? Yeah. So that is, so basically Caroline's husband, Albert, runs the Brownstone with his brother, Tommy. And what's funny is both the Manzo brothers married Caroline and Dina. So they both had, they oh, both weird. had the last same name. Caroline is still married to Albert. And like I said, Dina Divorced Tommy in 2016, and now she's with a new man. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? What happened? I don't know. It died for a minute. That was amazing. Well, Okay, well, now she's with funny. a new man. Um, <laughs> I've never heard your voice do that before. <laughs> um, now she's with a new man. She's remarried to a guy named Dave Canton and has relocated to Orange County. Her and Caroline don't speak anymore. Why? Something... Reality TV, Dina says that her sister changed. She got greedy. Their their relationship just got destroyed because of the cameras. Um, 
So basically, Tommy and Perna, John Perna, mm-hmm. were arrested uh, and both have been charged with racketeering, conspiracy. Um, I think that Tommy has been also charged with like concealing records. Oh, wow. John has been charged with... Um, he pre- he pretended that like a Mercedes Benz of his was stolen, and so like I think he filed like a fake insurance claim. Like, there's weird crime stuff going on. Interesting. Um, but it turns out I don't know if the beating happened because none of the articles would say, you know, this is when the beating happened. But this illegal deal to beat up Dina's current husband in exchange for a free wedding, a discounted wedding, this deal was made in. <clears throat> Clear your throat. Thank you. 2015, July of 2015. And records show that in August 2015, a lavish wedding reception and uh, ceremony was held at the Brownstone. And the bill was footed by like an associate of John Perna. Interesting. So with over 300 people, a lot of them believed to be a part of the crime family, which um, Tommy reached out to the Lucchese crime family. I think it's Lucchese, something like that. Um, and that, that's the family, the crime family that is kind of running things in Patterson, New Jersey, mm-hmm. allegedly. Um, but this wedding happened. Do we know if the beating happened? Not sure. But two years after this, in 2017... Dina and Dave were the targets of a home invasion. Oh. And someone broke into their New Jersey townhouse while they were in New Jersey and beat up Dave with a baseball bat and I guess punched Dina in the face a couple times, made off with some jewelry. Unknown if these two events are related. But definitely Um, a strange coincidence. A strange coincidence. Very strange. Maybe... I don't know. I really don't know. Um, You know, the Manzos have been long suspected to have connections to the Italian mob. Um, That's just so wild. Oh my god, that's just... It gets even crazier. Oh, hold hold on to your seat. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Uh, Hold on. Let me grab my popcorn. Yeah, here we go. My skinny pop. Oh, I love skinny pop. So, (laughs) Caroline is married to Albert Manzo. His father was nicknamed Tiny Manzo, although he was like about 400 pounds. So Tiny Manzo was found dead, executed mob style, without clothing, tied up in the back of his car, like in in the trunk of his car, um, with bullet hole, like bullet wounds. And his car was just parked in a supermarket. The crime was never solved. However, Tiny was always he allegedly ran New Jersey allegedly interesting so there are deep connections to the Manzo family and to the mob now Caroline has always I mean obviously this was Caroline's husband's father so it's not to say like oh well Caroline's a mobster or Dean is a mobster because they married into it it's not they their... married into it um do I think that Caroline or Albert are involved, even though Albert's father ran New Jersey? No. Seeing them on TV in real life, they are not... That's not who they are. Dina, especially not. Um, I think that there are organized crime families in New Jersey. Um, I think that they have links to it, but I don't think that they are as heavily as involved as when Albert's father was alive. Um, It's just a crazy, crazy story that... I mean... Your ex-husband 
hires a mobster to attack your current husband. It's just insane. Like, that's... What would I even do in that situation? If I was her, I would... I don't even know. What would you do? Like, how would you ever feel safe knowing that, like, all these mobsters... And especially because you're on TV. Yeah. Like, it's just so crazy that there are these crime families that are connected to the business, the family business. Yeah. No, it's crazy. I mean... I just, I just can't even. You can't wrap your head around it. Yeah, it's just wild. Like, I mean, I know obviously this kind of stuff. I mean, obviously does happen, but it's like I don't even know what I would do in that situation. I'd just be like, like, what would you do? I I mean, have to contact the police. But like, if the they run the police, then like, what do you do then? Well, they were arrested. They face tons of years in jail, tons of fines. Um, So while we're on the topic of celebrities, accusations, crime in general. Um, I think we're all kind of aware by now, unless you've been living under a rock, that there are some serious accusations against Justin Bieber and Ansel Elgort. Um, multiple women have come out against them claiming sexual assault. Um, Which is a very it, big serious. deal because these are very high profile celebrities. And so to imagine that they could do something like this is really... Why don't you explain the yeah, situations? Yeah, it's... it's... It's disgusting. I think one, some of them hold more weight than the other, but for me, I always take the side of the victim first because I would rather, I would rather defend a liar than a rapist is how I see it. So I feel like it's innocent until proven guilty though. With sexual assault, I see it as guilty until proven innocent just because so many sexual assaults go unreported and very few end up being unreliable. That's Um, true. But I mean, like, how would you feel if I wrote this big, long Twitter thing about you, about how last time you were here, you took out a knife, you held it against my neck, and you robbed me, and then everyone came down on you for it, and you were like, well, it's not true, and everyone's like, well, you did it. Well, I could prove that, I could prove that it wasn't, which ultimately is what matters. You can prove, it's, it's a lot, you know, it would be in my hands to prove that it wasn't true, but it would be, it would be ridiculous for people to just say it didn't happen and if i if it was true for me to be like you know say i did rob you at knife point and whatever you'd be traumatized you'd be like oh my god she did this horrible thing and if i just said no i didn't and then people go well that's enough proof for me yeah you would feel so which is kind of you would feel awful which but that's what happens a lot it's kind of what happened with ansel justin has receipts i think justin has receipts he has a lot of valid proof ansel hasn't really produced anything that disproves ansel apologized but didn't deny it. So that's where I find it's interesting. So why don't you explain what happened? Let's start with Ansel because those things gonna, about him. Yeah, we're not going to go into the full story just because we know that it can be very triggering for a lot of people. Um, but just to kind of gloss over, if you want to see exactly what was said, we have posted all of the receipts stories and, and receipts on our Twitter and on our, everything. Um, the Rumor Mill Instagram. Um, but essentially with Ansel, she was 17. Um, it was her around the time of her birthday she dm'd him they came into contact with each other they kind of dated like they had a thing they had a thing which is um they hung out and basically when they were in the act it was not the way that she would have hoped it would have yeah he allegedly yeah took advantage took advantage of her um she asked him to stop and he He did not um and so that was, you know, obviously really horrible. And she's, you know, talked about how she's had, you know, a lot of panic attacks and PTSD from this. And she's been in therapy for it, but she feels like she needs to say something kind of just for her own conscience, which I completely understand. Yeah. And, and this was perfectly fair. Six years ago, 2014 or some sometime back. Yeah, then. it was it was, it was a while ago, five years ago. Yeah. So and uh, she has some receipts of him. Um, she has pictures of them together. She has pictures of their text messages and stuff like that. So she has receipts that they definitely were in contact 
Um, but as for he, his apology, you know, he he basically said, you know, we dated for like kind of a short period of time. I didn't take the breakup well. I ghosted her. Um, it I didn't take it well. Like so, he kind of admitted they had some he was sort like, of a I relationship. Think she's just yeah, but he didn't really. He didn't say that's not true. How dare she say that? And honestly, I would say it is believable because a lot of. I mean, Guys, if it's not true, you're you... going to say this is not true. You know, like Justin did. Justin said, these are absolutely false claims. You know, I'm mortified. He just said, you know, we had some sort of a relationship. It didn't work very well. It didn't end well. Some things happened. Like, what is, like, what is that? Like, that's Yeah, not... and that's where I feel like it's kind of... Her almost... story, I, I, I would honestly, I honestly believe it because... A lot of guys, like, even in my personal experience, once you start doing something of a sexual nature, when you suddenly want to stop, they tend to be very resistant to that. And if she's younger than him and he's in his 20s, first of all, that's illegal. Any sort of relationship at all. Well, age of consent is 16. She was 17. She technically was of the age of consent. Oh, I thought it had to be... It just has to be within four years of... You have to be within four years of each other. Okay. Um, as far as my understanding of it is, which I don't know if it's different state by state, but I don't know. That's what I know of it. Um, and so he was twenty, she was seventeen. Technically, that falls within legal limits, so they would be fine. Um, it's just n- nothing has really progressed. Like she made her claims, he kind of, I use this in loose quotes, apologized, or he put out a public statement. Um, we haven't really heard from him or her since. I don't know, if, like. They quieted it down, PR somehow. At this point, it's just going to make a move. She should make a move. Like, if she wants he to take it to court, like, out do to something. Her and I don't know if he apologized to her specifically or whatever, but I would hope that he would have done that or done yeah. something. I mean, but in theory. Yeah, you would in hope theory, that, you would hope for that. that he would have... But yeah, it's just, it's just disgusting because it's like, I don't know. I, well, I, don't... I feel like it's fully believable because guys, that once you start something, they rarely want to stop. But that's, I wouldn't say, like, for everyone. I would say that it's a... A lot of guys. Young guys, especially. Yeah, and especially, like, him because he's rich, he's powerful, he thinks he's all that in a bag of chips. It's kind of like, why wouldn't you want to do this with me type of thing? And of course, 2014, 2015, that's when he was, like, just breaking out. He was, like, the heartthrob. But Mm -hmm. it's kind of scary to think, like, when famous people are accused of crimes or, or anything of that nature, it's really hard to see it because it's like, well, that's not how... I've I always see known them. them. That's not how I see them. Yeah, but and people that goes are hand in hand. Terrible things. Like look at Ted Bundy. Oh like, yeah. Oh. Nobody expected that, but then it was like, no, oh, he, totally normal, handsome, well-spoken, intelligent. I mean, like it, and that kind of goes hand in hand with Justin Bieber. You know, he has kind of that bad boy image, but he is. I feel like he's a good person at heart. Like he's he's married. Um, and then, of course, there were people that followed after the Ansel claims, and two women came out against Justin Bieber, mm-hmm. one named Danielle, one named Katie, um, and they both claimed that same thing with Ansel. I don't know if they were underage, though. Uh, I, don't so. I know Danielle was, she said she was 20 and Justin okay. was 21. I okay. don't know about Katie. I can't remember. But I, yeah. basically, I know for Danielle's story, um, basically, she was a little bit drunk after like one of his shows or something like that they went back to his place they said she said is that the one the four seasons one i can't remember either one someone here why don't you Um, pull it up let me look at it real quick um basically for danielle's they went back to his place and he was dating selena at the time and so they were starting to do some stuff and she was like hey like i don't know if we should be doing this isn't what about selena like Like, i'm not yeah i'm not comfortable here like 
whatever. And he was like, no, it's fine. Let's just keep going. Everything's okay. And basically what she said happened is that he was kind of taking her clothes off and stuff like that. And she was kind of protesting. Um, like, it, I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't know what blah, blah, blah. And then he kind of just then went for it. And then she said that she dissociated for the rest of the time, um, which makes perfect sense. Um, and then as for Katie, so Katie, okay, for, for to clarify, Danielle was in the Four Seasons, Katie was not, but she was in another hotel room. Um, basically, of her account, it was kind of a similar thing where, you know, he took her back to the hotel. Selena wasn't mentioned in this one. And in this, in Katie's account, he was much more forceful with her. Um, and these happened, was, I think, one or two years apart from each mm-hmm, other. Yeah. Um, so, which, again, um, I, he hasn't really said much about the Katie thing, but at least for the Danielle's, for the Four no, Seasons he, thing. Um, okay, so one of them had to do with Selena. Um, no, Danielle was Selena and the Four Seasons. Yeah. So for Danielle, well, both, I know he put out receipts for both of them. Um for Danielle, he said, you know, this is, quote, factually impossible. I was not at the Four Seasons. We've called the Four Seasons. They've confirmed I was nowhere near the property on March 8th or 9th, which is 2014, which is allegedly when Danielle made her claims. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, here's my Airbnb receipt. I was staying with Selena. Um, you know, this is totally not true. And then for Katie, she kind of, well, she kind of dug her own grave. Unfortunately, because Stan Twitter, who always gets to the bottom of everything. The real detectives of the 21st century. The true detectives. They found some of her old tweets from 2015. And these were all post May 4th, which is when she said their encounter happened. Um, This first tweet is from June of 2015. So this would have been over a month after. Her tweet says, I swear if we don't meet, I'll find you and F you at Justin Bieber. This one is from the end of May. Whenever I meet you, I'm going to ask you to sing Favorite Girl for me because, honestly, it's my dream and goals. Another one was uh, someone, another tweet, another fan, saying, Why can't I meet Justin and hug him and talk to him? Why do I have to live in effing Europe? Life is not fair. And Katie responded to this fan of his. It was like a fan page. And she said, I live in LA and I still haven't met him with like all these like sad crying emojis. Well, this was June 19th, 2015. So this would have been well over a month. After the encounter supposedly happened. Yeah. Oh, and get this. This was another tweet that she sent out in um, November of 2014, which would have been months before her claims. So she tweeted out, y'all believe anything. I could make an account with a hot babe as an icon and say I slept with JB and y'all will believe it. Laughing emoji, laughing emoji, laugh, like over and over and over. Mm -hmm. So this was November. Her, She's aware of the power that she has. Yeah. So I personally think that with Ansel, I'm more inclined to believe the situation. With Justin, he has disproved Danielle with her receipts or with his receipts like business, actual business receipts. Like I stayed in Airbnb. Here's my receipt for these nights. Um, you know, these aren't like text messages. These are actual receipts. For sure. And then with Katie, she kind of disproved herself. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with you. You know, I it still you know remains to be seen. I know Justin's uh, opened up a uh, defamation of character kind of lawsuit against twenty million dollar defamation lawsuit against both of them. Well, yeah, because he would lose everything if it. As, I mean, as somebody should, if absolutely. it's true. Oh, absolutely. Um, I have no respect for you if you think that that's, you know, okay to take advantage of somebody like that. Or if you have taken advantage of somebody, that's disgusting. Um, 
But, you know, he said, like I said earlier, he called these claims, quote, factually impossible based on the receipts that he released. And he he's theorizing that these two accounts are secretly the same person, maybe working in cahoots to, like, ruin his reputation. Or I mean, there's crazy people in the world. For sure. For sure. Um, so I don't doubt that these could be people that jumped on the bandwagon after Ansel. Because at the Ansel account, like, or the Gabby, her account of what happened blew up. It went all over the news. Everyone talked about it. And so naturally there's going to be people that take advantage of situations. Which is honestly sad because it's the people like... It takes away from the real. Because like, yeah, now it's like, the well, is the Ansel story accused? true? Like now yeah. it, it makes everything murky. It, it makes it so much harder for people who are actually victims of sexual assault to get help, to get resources, to get justice for what happened to them because of the people who falsely accuse other people. And it, when, you know, you have one bad apple, then suddenly everybody's mad about it, you know, and ev- all of a sudden everybody's a bad apple. And it makes it hard because it's like, you know, you have one person who falsely accuses somebody of and sexual assault. And then it. all of a sudden, all of the claims of people who've been sexually assaulted are all wrong. They're all making it up. And it's like, that just doesn't happen. Yeah. You know, it's not that most people don't do that. You well, know? let's just put it this way. And this includes everyone in these stories. You deserve what's coming to you. Let's just put it that way. Anyone in the story, you deserve what's coming to you, good or bad. And that's how I'm going to leave it, honestly. Karma, Um, the rule of threes. Whatever you put into the world will come back to you three times stronger. So, Well, karma's a bitch, so I don't have to be one. (laughs) Exactly. exactly. I think that was a housewife tagline. I think it might have been. I love that I just thought of that, though. Okay. I love it. Um, Well, we got to move on to even more controversy. Yes. Shane Dawson. Do you like Shane Dawson? I honestly have. I honestly did before. I thought he was really... Yeah. He's always been really funny. Um, it's really good upsetting. Videos. It's very upsetting. Um, but he... You know, there's been... He's made jokes about pedophilia. Yeah. And, and he's apparently joked about watching child porn and whatnot. And being in and, blackface, mm-hmm. saying the N-word. All that kind of stuff. Like, which seriously is just, disturbing which stuff. Which is just not right. Um, and so... He's basically been dropped from his label, um, or his, not label, uh, but his losing, makeup company. He's been losing sponsorship deals. So Target dropped his book from their shelves. Uh, Morph dropped the Morphe. makeup that, is it Morphe or Morph? It's Morphe. I don't know these things. It's Morphe. Um, Morphe dropped his... Makeup that he's done with Jeffree Star. YouTube has demonetized all three of his accounts. He's been losing hundreds of thousands of sus- subscribers, hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers, Business deals, friends. I mean, like, it's all crashing down. For sure. Um, You know, I really like Shane. I don't watch a lot of YouTubers. He's in, like, the core four, I would say. I mean, I watch Trisha. Trisha's done some stuff recently, too. She's just a problematic queen. She's so problematic. I'm... I... But I love I, her though. There's something about yeah, her that but I she, love. I want to like her, but I just can't anymore. Did you see on um, on TikTok she did this thing? It was like questions for the gays, and she asked like the most just stereotypical, like, like awful questions. And it was just she's like, just you could tell that she was like trying to be like oh relatable, <laughs> but it was just not, and it was just actually really. I will say gross. that she loves everybody, and that she she does things. She's a problematic queen. Let's just put it that way. You take her or you leave her at this you point. You can say that about Shane Dawson. I would well now he is. He's has he ever been in like major controversy like She's, this before? Uh, I don't think at this I think level. A, no. And YouTube is known for its drama. For sure. 
Um, but, you know, I watched Shallon Lester, w- interviewed her. Um, Shane, um, like, there's a few, like, ASMR accounts that, like, if I can't sleep, like, I'll watch. But I'm not, like, a huge I'm YouTuber. A big, I'm big on YouTube. I love YouTube. I am, but, like... I watch a lot of yeah. YouTube. I See, I, I go to TV, you go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's more... The two types of Gen Zs. 100%. There's more tea about Shane, I guess, which comes through Toddy Westbrook, we all know from last year, she made the bi sister video yeah. against James Charles. Which she has now apologized for. She's now recanting that video and has made a new video claiming that Shane Dawson and Jeffree Star, quote, manipulated her through poisonous lies to go against James Charles. How the turntable. How the turntable. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what I will say is that in the video, she does kind of a pathetic job of crying. Like, it is just... I mean, I'm not an actor. I oh. We used to be in drama together in middle school. I could have done a better job. <laughs> like, she was like, you know what? I've apologized, James, to you privately, but I want you to hear it publicly. And he wanted to be by my side in this video, and I said, no, it is something I have to do alone. Like, it, I was like, girl... Like, her eyes were kind of red, and her nose was... It was just... I don't know. I, 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 I'm I hard-pressed to believe the YouTube apologies. For sure. Because they're all so overdone. They are. They're just, like, over the top. Like, pick a lane, girl. Like, you're against James Charles, and now you're with... Like, is she jumping on this bandwagon because now Shane Dawson is coming down, and so she's recanting her old video because she doesn't want to be brought down with it? Like, there is weird... Who knows? Who knows? YouTube is a... It's another beast. It's a toxic minefield. But I love it. Honestly. Oh, 100%. I love also. it. Um, it's, it makes and breaks people's lives. It yeah, really does. And see, so fast. I think that's the problem with cancel culture is that it makes or breaks your life. Like, if you do something bad, you need to be held accountable for it. But I don't believe to the point where you need to, like, change your name and, and scar your finger. Well, something like that, obviously. You need to go to jail. Racist. Then yeah, yes. but I feel like people need to be given a space to like learn. Like, I mean, well, absolutely, hundred percent. Look where we are now, and that's like, where I feel like if if Shane Dawson has genuinely learned from those things, then I'd be like, and he made a video saying, you know, I'm not the same person I was all these years ago. I'm mortified. I'm embarrassed. I'm disgusted by who I was. I've really grown. I I apologize. Then at that point, you you go, you wash your hands, and you say, okay. As long you know, as you're, like as we long talked as, about before, as long as you're continuing the journey to educate yourself and exactly. to learn, I mean, then but, you should be, you should get, you should be forgiven. Like I said, should he change his name and scar his fingers and change his, you know, fingerprints and move to another town? And like, no, I don't think that we need to go that far because if we're in this period of protesting and learning and changing, then what does it do to cancel Stasi? Like, I mean, obviously, does she need to lose her job? Yes. Um, does she need to be dropped by everybody and never work again? I don't know. Like, like where's the... Ba- I think that we're all trying to find a line here. Well, the thing is, too, is that there's more industries than just the entertainment industry. And sure. I feel like in the entertainment industry, you, you have are... chance. You're a representation of yourself, but also of your company and all that your kind of team. stuff. Your team. Your team. And uh, kind of... You're, you're speaking out and you're making a name of what Hollywood looks like and what Hollywood believes in. And so when you have people who are doing such despicable things, well... They need I to be held they, accountable. Absolutely. And if they lose their shot at, 
going on the big screen because of stuff like that. Well, that's sure. just kind of how it's going to be. There's other, they can still get work. They can still get jobs in other places. They're just not going to be able to achieve that dream now. But honestly, in the case of like Ansel Elgort, there's... But see, like, what do you do? Because she comes out with these claims. He kind of apologizes. It seems real. So it's like, does the hammer come down? Are we wavering? Like, like, there's no, like, we're all trying to find this boundary of cancel culture. And I feel like some of it is cancel justified. Cancel culture and forgiveness. Exactly. I think if it's, well, I think if it's something like, you know, assault or then of any kind. you need to go to jail. You need to be taken to court. Like, you yeah, need to, you need to lose legally, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, legally with, in Ansel's case, if those, those accusations are true, which I'm, you know, I hope they're not, but I almost think that they are. This makes a lot of sense. It seems very likely to me. Then, yeah, I would hope that he would lose. Kind of hope, hope. I kind of hope he loses everything. For somebody like Shane Dawson, I think this is like he a needs first to time... be. I think not. It's not even about first time, second times, whatever. I think it's it's like if he has he done this, yes, should he be punished for it? Yeah, if he's learned from it and he can demonstrate that he's learned from it. And he can be like, you know, obviously this isn't who I am anymore. And, and with not just with words, but with actions. Then I would be like, you know what? We all come from somewhere. And I think that they should have the ch- they should have that chance to grow. But you still have to face, face the consequences for yes. what you did in the past. And so I think that if somebody drops you from a brand, like a sponsorship deal, and you lose that, then that was the business's choice to drop you. And that is your consequence. As for... YouTube, should he be demonetized forever? Like, that's it. You're demonetized. Um, I think it depends. It's temporary. It's a it's an indefinite hold right now. They haven't sure. come to a full decision. I think it depends. I think if, like I said before, if he can prove that he's taken the time to educate himself, that he's still educating himself, that he's no longer in hold of those beliefs, it then I would say... Seen you know then maybe you deserve a second chance but if it's just kind of like well i'm i'm not i'm not racist but you're not really doing anything about it i think that find a new career path i will always give people chances over and over and over and over because at some point when you point the finger you're gonna have three fingers pointing back for sure and so if you want to be forgiven you have to forgive and so if i'm gonna like come out and like attack am i gonna hold him accountable and say like what he did was terrible and disgusting and horrible yes but at the same time i'm not gonna say well i'm never gonna buy any of your products i'm never gonna i'm gonna hate you i'm never gonna watch like that's someone's choice to do that Mm -hmm. but at some point if that happens to you well then what are you gonna do like it's at some point we're all gonna like come under some microscope for something yeah and there ha- I certainly we, have. <laughs> we have to, I think that wait, what you said, cancel culture and forgiveness, we're all kind of in this weird gray area right now, I think. And for sure. We it, it remains to be seen what's yeah. gonna happen. Um but on a lighter note, we have a little tiny bit of music news just thrown in there a right at the end. Glimmer of hope and, and, and sunlight in this so darkness. I want you to give me your honest opinion. Dua Lipa, her team is working on getting Madonna to hop on a song with Dua and do a collab. What is your honest opinion about that? I think it would be fun. I think... Oh, that was shade. It's like, oh, that's cute. (laughs) I mean, I think Madonna is great. She's a legend, obviously. She's the, you know, queen of pop, you know, all that jazz. Dua is definitely coming up in the pop scene. She's kind of owning it right now. She's making waves. She's obviously been very successful as of late. 
I think that a collaboration between them would be... I think it'd be be fun. I'd be here for it. I would be here to listen to it. Um, It's not my... I don't know if it's something that I would be like, you know, streaming all the time or anything because it's not really the genre that I listen to most. But I would be here for them to collaborate if it happened. I think that'd be really cool. And I think it'd be a great um, opportunity for for Dua, for sure. Yeah. You know, she recently came out and said, I want to be this generation's Madonna. And... So this could be kind of a passing of the torch a little bit. I don't know. See, I, I don't like when people are like, well, I want to be this generation's Mariah Carey. Well, Mariah Carey is still alive and Mariah Carey is Mariah Carey, so don't even. Yeah, like, it's make your own spot. It's it's you know? kind of a little aggressive. Like, I want to be this generation's Madonna. Well, Madonna just released an album last year and it went to number one. So Madonna is still Madonna. So you've released two albums. That's great. I like Dua Lipa. I think her music is great. I think she makes great pop music. But I think, you know, Lady Gaga has always been compared to Madonna. But it's another thing when you come out and say, I want to be Madonna. I want to be the next Madonna. For sure. Why can't you just be what you are? Like, why do you and have yeah, to paint? Because you don't that's have a, to that's be a, somebody else. Exactly. And that's a huge goal that now everyone's going to look at you and think, well, you wanted to be the next generation's Madonna. And you're just getting, you just released your second album. So when you go to release your third album, if it debuts at number three... Well, now you're going to be held to a standard because you wanted to be Madonna. For sure. So I think it's a, it's, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't have said that, but I think doing a collab with Madonna based on their sounds, I think would be really cool. For sure. Um, but her manager recently spoke out and said, you know, we're about to try and get Madonna on a record. I'm going to write the email and see if she's up for going on to do a track. So it's up to Madonna. I think personally she'd say yes, because I think it would be beneficial to work with a trending artist. For sure. Um, I'd be here for it. I, w- I would listen. Yeah, I would listen. no, same. Absolutely. Um, VMAs. Do you watch the VMAs normally? Um, yes and no. There's a little bit of news about the VMAs. Um, I Award shows to me just seem so contrived these days. Like, they're like yeah. the most obvious people win. Like, for sure. You know, I don't care. Um, so... New York Governor Andrew Cuomo recently announced that the VMAs would be going ahead as planned on August 30th with, quote, limited or no audience. Which I would hate as a performing artist. I, I would hate that. I would feel like maybe it would be a little less nerve-wracking because there's, like, no one there to mess up in front of. No, but as a troop, you're still going to be on TV. Sure, but, like, it's, but it's just... On, it's, no, but here's know. the thing, though, is as a, as a performer, you feed off of the audience's energy. It's a it's That's a relationship between true. the performer and the audience, and you have to connect with them. And whatever the audience is feeling, you have to tap into that and either amplify that or try to redirect it in the direction that you, as the artist, want it to go. Yeah. Um. And so then to have nobody be there, it's so awkward. It would just be like no, there'd be no energy. There'd yeah, it's it's just like dead. It's like because what's the difference between a rehearsal and a performance? Exactly. It's the like audience. if you don't do very well, then who cares? You're just on camera. It's like mm-hmm. there's no one to mess up in front of. Yeah, no, um, I, would, I just feel like it would be really awkward. Which, I mean, they'll be fine, but it'll it's, be, it's... You know, I don't know. How I just, are they even going to do that? Are they just going to... I don't know. Like, how are they going to have stage crew? How are the acts going to feel comfortable? I See, I think how it's all... How are they going to make it safe? I don't know. How well, I mean, gonna... when we were back in May, we thought, oh, July, August, it'll be fine. And now here we are in July, like, oh, well, hopefully September, October, it'll be back you know to normal. more people are 
dying from falling out of bed than are dying from COVID right now. Well, it's interesting. Really? Yeah. It's interesting because the COVID numbers are going up, but deaths are going down. Yeah. So because young people are going out again, they're getting it, but less people are dying, which I would say is a good sign. I just think that... We all have to get it. It's herd immunity. Do you know what herd immunity is? It's like... And everyone gets, like, you learn to, like, combat, like, you have the antibodies, like, you learn yeah, to combat it. Yeah, so it's it, like, you learn to... everybody gets it, um, and one, you want everybody to all get the disease and have the antibodies and immunity to it, so that then when there's a second wave, we're all kind of, we all are already dead. immune to it, so we don't get it, and that protects the people who are immunocompromised. Obviously not saying go out and do your best to get it. No. Um. But we all have to, that's where I am kind of like, I'm going to get it now, I'm going to get it later, but I'm eventually going to get it, I think you know? It, you know, I'm still going to wear a mask. I just brought it. For sure. I, oh, I just bought a hilarious mask. Did I show you? The Tamara yes, Judge Yes, you mask? did. It's a mask with Tamara's face on it. And it's her iconic quote, that's my opinion. And it's her screaming. It's so Cannot funny. Cannot wait to it's wear that in so public. Good. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to wash my hands all the time. Like, of course, I don't want to get course. it. I don't want to bring it to anybody. But at least the deaths are going down. For so, sure. I was looking at plain tickets the other day no see no i'd be scared no i know but it's not worth it it's not worth it (laughs) where are you gonna go i don't know yet i mean like i would love to like book a round trip like to europe for 30 bucks i can fly to texas for like 50 bucks although i don't want to go to texas right now because it's (gasps) i love texas i've never been well i I want to go to texas very bad but because it's supposed to be beautiful there hill country great food all that kind of jazz and leanne lockin and all the dallas women live there so I would love to bump into them. We could go to the Roundup. Oh, my Remember God. Remember the whole... But Texas is really... All their cases are like, woo, skyrocketing right, yeah. skyrocketing right now. So it's kind of crazy. I think people are opening a little fast. Like, what's wrong? I I don't know. I, I'm just Some tired of everything. Yeah. Um, you know, but that I, I as for the VMAs, I don't know if I'll watch anyway, just because, like I said, I feel like the award shows are just... Like, it's so obvious now. Like, obviously, Cardi B is going to win... Mm-hmm. It's all trendy, mainstream, ugh, you know. Yeah. It's okay. But apparently, Lady Gaga is going to be nominated for like a lot of Grammys this year. So that I will watch. I will I watch love the that Grammys. For her. I, yeah, I love that for her. And I would say that that concludes our hot topics, which now, means it's time for the for... reality check. <laughs> yes, the reality check, our weekly reality TV news roundup, which even though, well, New York comes back this week, Beverly Hills Thank comes God. back next week. I thought we're going to have nothing to report on. Oh, was I wrong? Uh, <laughs> so we have to start with Atlanta. Obviously, I think we've talked about a little bit. There's some contract drama, like who's coming back, who's not. So as we know, Eva Marcel is not coming back. Um, so far, the reported cast currently contains uh, Candy, Portia, Kenya, and Cynthia, I guess, got a pickup letter, which I'm shocked because apparently she wasn't going to be brought back. Mm-hmm. Like, sh- she was on the bubble, like Eva. I guess they're going to bring her back because huh. she's having a wedding. She's getting married. So, oh, okay. I, I'm, Cynthia, it's time for you to go. You're gorgeous and you're amazing, <laughs> but it's time for you to go. Um, I guess Nini, we don't really know. She's going through nego- negotiations. She's kind of on the bubble. What are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm trying to stretch. My butt fell asleep. So I'm trying with to stretch it, it out. Um, so he Nini, just sees me like I'm like, what are you doing? Really so weird over here, it's fine. So Nini, I love Nini. I stay on Nini. Um, she's going through negotiations. Basically, she wants a clause in her contract. It's called a pay-to-play clause, which Bravo will never give out because it means that you will get paid for every single episode in the season, whether or not you re- you appear in every single episode. Huh. So they will never give that out. They don't give it to anybody. So 
she's apparently in like some hardball negotiations. There are conflicting reports. One of them I just read that said Nini's going to be in a limited role. They're only offering her eight episodes in the season. Another one that was saying, you know, oh, she's leaning towards signing her contract for a full-time position. So it's kind of up in the air. It's kind of always like that with Nini. Like always at the last minute we'll find out. Well, I'm Um, sure if she can get the pay to play, then she would do the limited role because then she would do less work and get just as much money. It depends because now she's landed a new show on E! It's a reality competition series called Glam Squad Showdown where she'll be one of the hosts where like a few glam teams come together and they like compete. Hmm. I don't, I don't really know that much about it. Um, but I, there are other sources saying she's working on figuring out how she would balance both shows. I don't really know. I think it would be a huge mistake to get rid of Nini. Um, and they're also considering, I guess someone new for the cast. There are up to reportedly five potential candidates that they're scoping out. Wow. And unfortunately, Phaedra Parks, who everyone wants Phaedra to come back. I love Phaedra. She is reportedly off the table for coming back while Candy is still on the show because they had that huge tobacco. Um, As for an OG who is reportedly in talks and being seriously considered, Sheree Whitfield is being considered for her third stint on the show. Because she was an OG until after season four and then she was fired. And then she came back, I think it like seasons eight nine or ten or something like that and she was on for a while and then she was fired again so if she comes back do to get fired i don't know she just got fired a second time (laughs) um this would be the the first time ever that any housewife has left two times and then comes back for a third time i'd be here for it i like sheree you know me i always say it i'm here for everything i love the messiness Um, You love the drama. ATL is slated to get back to filming in July, so this month, sometime this month. Bless. Remains to be seen who will be on the cast. We'll be keeping an eye on it, though. Absolutely. Moving from Atlanta to New York, we got kind of a surprise this week. The show's coming back this week, but they all announced new mid-season taglines, which this is the first time in Housewives history that a franchise has changed their taglines mid-season, which... Historical. I'm here for it. Content, content, content. Here for it. I mean, fair. Um, I loved Ramona's tagline. Um, It was something about, like, people say I'm self-involved. Well, who else am I supposed to be involved with? I was like... I was like, all right. I mean, fair. Dorinda, I'm like a mint. I'm a bit fresh. I was like, okay. It was okay. Luann's. Oh, my God. She's like, I won't settle for anything less, even the lower level. I was like, yes. Hers are always a little long. It's shorter than her last one, thank God. But it's hilarious. It is funny, though. It is funny because it definitely ties it in the season. quotes the All show. All of them quoted the show in some way, shape, or form. I liked Leah's tagline before. Leah's, yeah, before was, like, was better than I'll it is now. I'll never apologize for who I am, but what I... Or something like that. I'll apologize for what I've done, but never for who I am. That was like... Which it was like, you know, I get it. I get why she did it. Her first one was thing. better, though. But her first one was so funny. Uh, I might like, float I, like, a like a butterfly, but I sting, I sting like, like a, a bitch. bitch. And I was like, yes, girl, that go off. Leah. It was, uh, I love it. But this second one, it's, it's okay. I don't know. Would you, I mean, like now I'm wondering when Beverly Hills comes back next week, are they going to have new mid-season taglines? I feel like they would have announced them by now. You think so? Probably. I don't know. I, you know what? It's content. I'm here for it. And of course, Real Housewives of Potomac, which is the only franchise I don't watch, which I'm realizing now I need to get into. Mm -hmm. I'm a little late to the party. 
Um, that premieres August 2nd, I believe, and their taglines just came out. They were really good, actually. They were good. I was surprised. I We need to get into that franchise. Definitely. I feel like it's it's like a really good one and we're missing out. For sure. Um, but moving from those franchises now to Dallas, we have a little bit of a Dallas update and an OC update. So first for Dallas, they have been filming now for season five for about a week now. And people were a little concerned because no one saw Brandy Redmond at any of the filming events. Um, of course, she's had some issues with racism accusations and people thought, oh, she's going to get fired and she hasn't been spotted all week. So everyone's like, she's out. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, finally, she was spotted at a filming event with the other women. We can assume she's full time. Um, the cast hasn't officially been announced um, I'm looking forward to it though. Carrie Duber is going to be back as a friend. Love Carrie. Um, didn't know she was going to be back. She didn't know, but she's been filming with the other women. I'm excited for it. And then as for OC, when that goes back to filming at the end of this month, I think in Jersey, New Jersey, RHONJ is going to return to filming at the end of this month as well. There's going to be a new face. There's going to be a new friend of an oh. OC. Um, her name is Noella. She's a bit younger than the other women. Definitely a, going younger, towards the younger demographic. Yeah, which is what they kind of wanted to do for a while. Um, she is reportedly friends with Bronwyn, but she's also friends with Vicky. Which is really... Oxymoron. Yeah, that's really strange. Um, I really don't know how that's going to go. I'm kind of excited to see, though, because... Obviously, she's going to be caught in the middle somehow. For sure. Between those friendships. I don't know how you could be friends with both at the same time because they hate each other. <laughs> um, but you know what? Bronwyn's cool. I'm always here for Vicky. She's the OG of the OC. For sure. Um, but you know what? Both of those franchises, like I said, OC and New Jersey resume filming end of this month. Um, like I said, Dallas is filming. Um, Atlanta is slated to start filming. And of course, RHONY is back this week and RHOBH is back next week. We will be on top of those. Thank God. I'm ready. And I know you're chomping at the bit to get to these charts. It is your time. Go for it. Thank you. It's my time to shine now. So (laughs) there's been a lot of uh, changes in the charts this week, which has been pretty cool. Um, At number one is Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich. Been on the charts for a while. It moved back up to number one which is great for them. Uh, number two, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion uh, moved up two spots. Um, Blinding Lights by The Weeknd moved back up to number three. Uh, number four, Roses by St. John, I believe is how you say it. Uh, yeah, I don't that's know. That TikTok song. I hate it. It's just... Ugh. You hate everything. I do. I'm number a, I'm, five. I'm a little bit of a pessimist. You are. And I'm an optimist. We balance each other yeah, out. True. Uh, number five, Intentions by Justin Bieber featuring Quavo, which I personally do not like that song. I don't either. It's, I don't like yeah. it at all. Um, Say So by Doja Cat featuring Nicki Minaj has stayed at number six, just the same. Uh, the Bigger Picture by Lil Baby went down four spots to number seven. What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow, which is very popular on TikTok, jumped up ten spots to number Whoa. eight, which is pretty Gains? significant. Yeah. And then Blueberry Fago by Lil Mosey. I actually like that song. You don't like it. I actually like it. I think it's good. That moved up two spots to number nine. And then Circles by Post Malone has re-entered the charts, moving up three spots at number ten. And I'm sad to report that Rain On Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande has fallen out of the top 10 to number 11. Like, I, I just, I, I can't understand how a song like Roses, which is on because TikTok. Because it's being super played for TikTok, that's why. But it's not good. It's not terrible. It's not to the caliber. Like, are you kidding? Okay, you know what? I would agree it's not to the caliber, but it's not terrible. Well, 
you know what? Everyone to their preferences. Music, Billboard 200, hit it. All right. Number one, Staying the Same is My Turn by Lil Baby. Number two, we've got a new Bob Dylan album, which is very exciting. Who's Bob Dylan? Wait, what? Bob Dylan. Do I know, you know who, Bob... who Bob Dylan is? He's a legend. If I saw him, I would know him. Look him up really quick. Oh, my God. Okay, I got to show you. I can't Bob believe you don't Dylan. know who Bob Dylan is. I know. I, I will when I see his picture. He's literally a legend. A legend, you say? Yes. I know all the He's legends. He's been in pop culture for more than 50 years. I know all the legends. What are you talking about? Apparently not, because you don't know him. I really do you... don't. I don't know who that is. I'm what? sorry. I don't know who it is. What? How I, do you... I, I don't know. I don't understand how you don't, but I don't even... I can't... He's. It's Bob Dylan. I don't... I, I, I feel like I recognize the name, but like I'm not... Like I, I don't know if I've ever listened to okay. any of his well, music. Well, we need to... I'm gonna, you need to be educated. Oh, I'm going to have to oh, show you some of his songs. Oh, okay. All right. And number three is Artist 2.0 by A Boogie with the Hoodie. It went up 77 spots. 77? Yeah. Because it was on the charts of. a while ago. And then it, What's it dropped called? off Artist 2.0. Wow. Yeah. So very impressive on that part. I don't even know what triggered that. But obviously something is happening because that's in- insane. Um, number four is Blame It On Baby by DaBaby. Went down one spot. Number five, Hollywood's Bleeding by Post Malone. Remember, it was like almost off the charts and now it's back up again, um, which honestly I'm fine with because I love Posty. Number six, Chromatica by Lady Gaga. Dropped down four spots. Cry. Um, number seven is Dark Lane Demo Tapes by Drake. Dropped down two spots. A new album by Tayana Taylor is called The Album at number eight. And then Eternal Ata- a Take, a Talkie. I don't, we never Still remember. Don't we keep looking it up and then I always forget. Lil Uzi Vert, number nine. And then... The Goat by Polo G is at number 10. So that rounds out the chart check. It does. It was very clean today. You're you're getting into your groove. I'm getting into my groove. Love it for you. Thank you. We need to go eat. We Let's do. I'm Screw starving. the soup cleanse. Screw the detox. We'll Let's do go it eat. another time. What do we want to eat? I kind of want. I don't know. What do, do you want breakfast? Do you want like. I don't want breakfast. I rarely eat breakfast foods even for breakfast. Like McDonald's breakfast? I don't. Okay. Oh, okay. McDonald's don't even. Don't attack that? me. Okay. Um. I kind of... Do you want taco time? I just had taco time. Oh, okay. But maybe, like, um, would I be opposed to it? Let me think. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to have to discuss this. We'll discuss it. We'll figure out what um, we're going to eat. But I'm hungry. I need food. I am too. But thank you for listening. This was a this was a full episode. It was. We miss a week because we do an interview and then we get back and all hell's breaking loose. Absolutely. Um, so you can follow us on Instagram at the.rumor.mill. You can follow us on Twitter at TRM Updates. You can follow us on YouTube at The Rumor Mill. And of course, our personal host pages on Instagram. Mine is at trmhost.spencer. And mine is at trmhost.lexi. And as always, that is L-E-X-Y. And don't forget to tune in every Friday. And bonus episodes are coming soon. We've kind of been slacking on those, but we've we got some, a few recorded, which we, are very excited yes, to release. Yes, we've got some in the vault. Little, we're, we're ready. little dark, darker than our normal content. We have some crime files coming, so we look do. out for those. Um, and as always, we'll see you next week. See you next week.